Yo, did he just say opinions is more like meatballs than assholes? What the fuck? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending upon where and when you are. This is the Meatball. You're listening to the Meatballs for America podcast, episode number three. Should be Wednesday morning that I'm recording. I hope your week is going good and getting great. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'd like to be sitting here gloating and emphasizing how enjoyable that Cowboys loss was. But the Giants had to go and uh, embarrass my Eagles, so I won't be able to do that today. Last week, I started you off with a joke. Uh, I know a lot of old jokes. used to love telling jokes. Uh, kind of out of rhythm of telling them and haven't told them to just a computer and a microphone before. But I am going to start you guys off with a joke again. Maybe going to be a regular thing. I don't know. But uh, this uh, little middle-aged lady, she uh, walks into the dentist office. Uh Signs in, sits down patiently, awaits her turn. When she's called, they lead her back to the examination room. She walks in. She drops her panties, sits up in a chair, pulls her skirt up high, and spreads her legs. Patiently waits for the doctor. Well, when the doctor walks in, he says, Oh, man, I'm sorry. I I think you're at the wrong place. I'm a dentist. You're at the dentist office. The old lady says, no, 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 sir. I know exactly where I am. Yesterday, you put my husband's false teeth in. Now I need you to remove them. I used to love that joke. Uh, I kind of messed it up a little there, but we're going to leave that alone there. Leave that posted. I'm not going to edit too much of what I say and do this week. I'm just going to try and talk, record it, and play it. Um, Couldn't give you a little more about me. I was born Catholic. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a practicing Catholic. Uh, to me, I just think there are way too many religions out there to believe that any single one of them is the 100% right, absolute truth. Um, and then couple that with the fact that I just so happen to be lucky enough to be born into that one right religion. Uh, I don't think so. I do believe in God. I do believe in Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And with the Father and the Son, he is worshipped. Yes, I went to church every Sunday. And I can recite all of that stuff. Um, I actually mumble it the whole time I'm in church when I do go now. Although they've changed a lot of the prayers. Uh, I don't know them all as well. I still say the old things. But uh, that's a little bit more about me so you can figure out where I'm coming from. Today we're going to talk about a, a few things, but I, I haven't gotten any emails or phone calls on the the tough topics, which is why I'm really here. I, I want to get to talk about this, um, like race in America. It's a really, really hot topic, and, and I have very strong opinions on it. I believe what I believe, and I believe it strongly, but that doesn't mean I think I'm 100% right and can't be wrong. So if you have a reaction to anything I say, contact me. You can call me on the Meatballs hotline, 307-363-2669, or email me at meatballsforamerica at yahoo.com, all lowercase and the number four instead of the word. All right, didn't really get any emails or voicemails, not any, got zero, uh, on the debating topics, on anything I spoke about last week, or on anything uh, political or race-bound. Uh, I don't want to just sit here on a soapbox and preach my opinions to people. I would really like to discuss with people who who think opposite. Uh, me on race, uh, I don't think it's as prevalent or as big of a problem in America as many people do, especially the, the people to the, to the far left, the woke. 
Um, but I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure I'm right. And uh, you, I can't be 100% sure you're right. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I probably do see some things through white man's glasses and have blind spots. I'm sure of it. And you should admit on the other side that you could be missing things. Um, and we're never going to figure that out if we don't talk about it. And that's why I want to do it. And that's why I'm here. And that's what I want to throw meatballs at each other about. Uh, but anyway, because my biggest example is this Jesse Smollett case that's going on right now. Uh, it's three years ago. I don't know if you remember. He's an actor who said he was attacked uh, for racial reasons by people in MAGA hats. And for a week to two, it was all over the news as proof of racism in America and how terrible the right is and how racist Trump supporters are. And this is how it is in America. And they'll never find these guys. And white people get away with this. And it all turned out to be made up. He completely made up the story to get a raise on his television show. Uh, and basically, they just stopped talking about it when the story blew up. They didn't trumpet nearly as loud or nearly as often how much Jesse Smollett was lying, which you got to do. Because now three years later, yeah, this case is popping up. But in the back of people's mind, there is proof of racism in America. Because you remember that actor who got beat up by all those racist, you know, Republicans back in Chicago. And that's, that's the narrative that gets remembered because it's burned into their mind the way they trumpet it when it's incorrect. And then they never go back to it when they know it's wrong. But that's my stance. I'd like to hear somebody else's. I'd really like to discuss it. You can shoot me an email at meatballs4america, all lowercase to number four, at yahoo.com. You can leave me a voicemail at 307-363-2669. Or we could arrange to have a phone call conversation, record it, and air it so both sides are out there. Any way you want to do it, get in touch with the meatball. Let's discuss some of that. I'm going to move on to some phone calls now. Please, if I didn't use yours, don't feel bad. I I got a whole lot of them. I'd end up spending an hour playing messages and discussing these messages with you. I'll play a bunch of a hodgepodge at the end of this episode uh, of some of the outtakes and some of the things I didn't use. But uh, up next, we're going to talk favorite movie lines. Okay, so what I did this week was uh, I put up on my Facebook, that's Frank Talker on Facebook, look for me, send me a friend request, and also on my Twitter, it's Meatballs for America on Twitter, my handle is at MBS for America. Find me on Twitter, but I put up areas, people will call in, tell me their favorite movie line or line from a movie that instantly will make everybody remember the movie. Uh, I also texted out some friends to do it. I got a whole lot of calls. Again, don't feel bad if I don't use them. Uh, but here's our first one. Yeah, I'm calling back favorite quotes. My favorite quote was from There's No Crying in Baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Look at her own Tom Hanks. That was a great line. Uh, I have a Actually, an experience with that line. My nephew, when he was about four years old, he was playing t-ball. Uh, he's actually one of my godchildren. I was out watching a game, and I don't remember if it got too dark or there was lightning or it was raining, but they called the game like two places before he was going to get his next at-bat. Might have even been his only at-bat that day. And he was all upset. And he was crying. And I'm like, hey, hey, there's no crying in baseball. He said, shut up, Uncle Meatball. This is t-ball. 
And I had no response. He shut me up. Uh, it's great to be put in your place by a four-year-old when you're an adult. Uh, but yes, that's my there's no crying in baseball line. Let's see what we got on the next voicemail. Yo, yo, Ravioli here. So one of my favorite lines that most people should know is from a famous actor, no longer with us, was probably his best role ever, and there's no gambling at Bushwoods, and I never slice. We'll see who gets that. And as a bonus clip, not a lot of people will know this, but this is my all-time favorite line. Maybe some people will, but it's actually two lines from the same guy in the same sentence. And he says, I ain't got time to bleed. And that son of a bitch is dug in like a fucking Alabama tick. So let me know who gets them. Um, I'm sure some people will, but the first one's just a classic. I still use it to this day. Ravioli out. Ravioli. I like the name Ravioli. This is Meatball. So, uh, the first one I know is Ted Knight in, uh, uh, my favorite cat, Caddyshack, and uh, he's talking to Rodney Dangerfield, and uh, I believe he slices on that very next one. Uh, the other one, I, I see a guy in the woods saying it, so I want to say, I, I don't know, was it, uh, I don't know if it was Vietnam or not, but uh, I, I, I do know the line, I just can't place it right now, but there were some good ones, good, good, good ones. Let's see what we got up next. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend with the day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely. And it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight. Because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. All right, that's uh, definitely uh, Billy Crystal in When Harry Met Sally. I knew that as soon as he said, I love that you're cold when it's 71 degrees. Uh, one of my uh, favorite movies. Great rom-com. I'm in the lady movies. Sorry. Doesn't make me less of a guy. Just like him. <laughs> they make me laugh. They make me feel warm and fuzzy. All right, let's get into the next phone call. Hey, meatballs. Good morning, the day after Thanksgiving. Hopefully this is a movie line that everybody remembers and everybody loves. It's one of my favorites. Hey, rookie, you were good. This is Joe Matarese again. I think I'm addicted. Uh, how are you, meatballs? Here's another one. Here's another one that I just loved. Yo, for 10 years, I've been coming to your gym. For 10 years, you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You want to know why? Yeah, I want to know. You sure you want to know? Yeah, I want to know. All right, I'll tell you why, Because you're the heart. You become a great fighter. But instead, you became a leg breaker. 
All righty. Uh, that was two phone calls. The first one, uh, there was a lot of jarble in the beginning. I had some interference. I had to cut it out. The ending line where he said, hey, Rook, you did good. I, I believe that's Field of Dreams, but I'm not 100% sure. The second one, I mean, he went all out. If you didn't recognize the lines, you had to have recognized the voices. That's Rocky. One, uh, Mickey decided he wanted to manage him after he found out he had the title shot and he went up to visit him. That's when he started punching the door. He says, uh, you want to be ringside? I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. He's punching the door and he runs down the street and chases him. Great scene. Great scene. Joe, thank you for the entertainment. We'll hear some more of uh, Joe's at the end. You may recognize that. Well, you won't recognize that voice. He, uh, In my intro, he did the Tony Soprano voice where he said, yo, did he just say meatballs is like opinions? But, uh. Very talented impersonator and comedian. Uh, he does work all around New York, Philly, and uh, New Jersey area. Look for him, Joe Matarese. You can find his showtimes and tickets on JoeMatarese.com. Let's get to one more phone call. Yo, Meatballs, I think you hate Joe Biden so much, you actually have a secret man crush on him. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Troll call. Uh, wish I knew uh, where you said who you were, uh, and uh, you're not listening because I haven't even talked about Biden yet on this show. Uh, must be reading that on my Twitter page. You can find that MBS for America. It's MBS capitalized, the number four, capital A, and then spell out America. MBS for America on Twitter, where uh, I daily tweet uh, at. POTUS, P-O-T-U-S, that's President Biden's uh, Twitter handle. I, I tweet him every morning and let him know what kind of job I think he's doing and what he's failed or lied about on the day before. So uh, that must be what he's referring to. But since you brought him up, yes, I am not a Biden guy. I actually uh, thought I was a Democrat and a liberal uh, back before the 2016 election. I abstained from that election because I hated Donald Trump. Um, I was scared to death when he got elected. I uh, believed MSNBC and CNN and all the standard media when they uh, told me what a liar he was and how awful things he was doing and how he was screwing everything up. And then suddenly I noticed more of my paycheck was mine. I did my taxes and more of my money was coming back to me. Um just, just things like my 401k and my investments, they were all growing real quickly. And uh, I started doing research, and they lied to me. I'm arguing with people, defending uh, the, the left, and I'm getting destroyed in these arguments because nothing they've told me is true. And I was such an uninformed voter back then. But I've learned a lot since then, and that. Uh, I actually knew Joe Biden was a lying racist before then. I knew that they paired him with Obama only to tide the uh, racist vote against him because uh, I used to laugh at the racist things I had heard him say and read about from, I mean, 30 years. He says five, 10 racist things a year. Um, and lying, I, it's, I, I'll never forget. Uh, from a young age, I saw a video of him giving some other guy's speech side by side with him and then yeah, yeah, laughing and shucking it off. That's that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, and then, you know, I did more research during this election era and uh, we elected this guy to replace a liar. Um, just Google Joe Biden makes up entire academic career. Uh, 
this brain surgeon of a man bragged about a completely fictitious academic life uh, to a room full of reporters. Uh, obviously, he got caught, and you'll see that, and you'll see how he tries to justify it. He, uh, he said he got his only full-ride academic scholarship. He had a partial financial scholarship. He said he graduated the top of his class. He finished 76 out of 86. He said he won political science student of the year or whatever. No such award even existed. Um, just, just crazy stuff like this. And he was doing all this to prove to the guy who asked a question that annoyed him that he was more intelligent than that guy. He, he made up a complete backstory of himself to a room full of reporters who investigate things. Uh, that's how genius of a man we elected. Uh, he still lies. He, remember he said from the beginning, you elect me and we control the house and Senate $2,000 out the door day one. He got elected. He controlled the House and Senate. He got $1,400, day 55. I ain't going to stop fracking. I ain't going to this. I ain't going to that. Day one, executive orders, cuts the pipeline, stops fracking on that federal property. I mean, the guy, I'm not going to mandate masks. Got to wear a mask. I'm not going to mandate vaccines. I think we're going to need to mandate vaccines. I mean, the guy's... Uh, he's a phony, he's a fraud, and he's a liar. So, yes, I am anti-Biden. Uh, no man crush whatsoever, sir. Uh, I don't know how you could pick that up. I hope you listen in. Uh, if you think Biden's better or any of you people disagree with anything I said about the lying racist president we now have and the hypocrite absent TVP he picked, uh, Hey, feel free to let me know. Uh, I'm going to wrap the show up today. Again, you can get in touch with me either by voicemail at 307-363-2669 or by email at Meatballs4America, all lowercase, the number four at yahoo.com. Find me on Twitter, MBS4America, or find me on Facebook, Frank Talker. That's my Facebook name. Uh, Comments, emails, anything you want to share, give it in. I will play it. Later. Deborah, you work in advertising, a civilized business. I, on the other hand, work with monsters. Hey, Meatballs. I messed up that last one, so don't play it. Here it is. Do I been coming to your gym for 10 years? For 10 years, you've been sticking to me. I want to know how come. Oh. Ain't going to be no rematch. I don't want one. It's a classic line. I just love it. Um, we're going to need a bigger boat. Come to mind. See, I believe opinions are much more like meatballs than assholes. Yo, did he just say opinions is more like meatballs than assholes? What the fuck? Yeah. Because think about it, you're right, everybody has an asshole, but every asshole is stinky and dirty most of the time. There are some great opinions, like there are some great meatballs, and there are some bad meatballs, like there are some bad opinions, and there's everything in between.